the Columbus Wedding Podcast, putting you in the know for your best day ever in Columbus, Ohio. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to a long-awaited episode of the Columbus Wedding Podcast. I know it's been a minute since we've recorded a new one and put one out. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we've been a little bit busy. We have a six-month-old. I know. It's crazy. A six-month-old little boy named Aslan, and he is so much fun. And I got to be honest, we're having so much fun with him, we kind of forgot about you for a little bit. So, But we are back now, and we're still here to help you with your weddings, and we still want to make sure that you are going to have your best day ever in Columbus, Ohio. So to that note, to that end, I have somebody very special in studio with me today, or not in studio, but joining via phone, it's Kathy Turner from Hoggy's Barbecue. Kathy, thank you so much for being here. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today, Josh. It means the world to me. You know, I always love working with you and, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a fun industry to be in and, um, Hoggies has been around for about 30 years now. Um, and I just specialize in the wedding catering. So that's how I've been introduced to you and, um, your, your different DJs. And I love working with you. And I was just so excited that you invited me to be on this podcast today. Oh my gosh. It is such an honor. I think the first time we met, I think you walked up to me when I was DJing and you handed me a plate of food and you were like one of the first people that ever did that. You know, when I started off, I was working like lower budget weddings and no one cared if the DJ ate, like no one, no one cared. Well, you know what? I, I like to say I'm a Jewish mother that's not Jewish. Okay. Um, and I love to feed everybody and I love to serve our food to people and I approach weddings and that it's really fun. And um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm sure you feel the same way. I get really, really nice brides and grooms. Yes. I don't get, you know, the standard, what you hear about bride villas and, you know, the mother of the bride gets a bad rap and whatever. These are people that I would sit down and have at my, my table for dinner most of the time. So it, it's a fun event. You know, I tell everybody it's great music. It's good food. People are dressed nice. They're having a good time. And it's a great way to spend a Friday and Saturday night as a job. Oh, and, 100%. Uh, it, it goes by fast, and um, I, I love what I do. I've been doing it now um, with the company probably, I think it's eight years. My husband um, and his business partner started it 30 years ago, and I started doing it on a fluke um, and started doing all the catering, and then eventually I just spun it off into the wedding catering, and um, I just love it. I love meeting with the brides and grooms for their tastings. You know, I love hearing the details of it. And um, it, it's just a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah, I totally agree. So, Kathy, let's take it back to the beginning. And normally people would expect okay. me to ask you about how Hoggy started. But I actually want to know about your relationship. Like, how did you and your husband meet? Um, and how did, like, your whole love story kick into gear? <laughs> well, we met at a restaurant, believe it or not. Lindy's down in German Village. Oh, no way. I'm going there uh, tomorrow night. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a lot of connections with it. It's a wonderful wonderful family um we're close with uh, with sue who founded it and she actually was an inspiration to me all my life um and still continues to this day because she really um made that restaurant what it was she worked you know every night she was there um she was greeting the customers she knew i mean customer service like you wouldn't believe and i actually have taken a lot of inspiration from her in how i 
um, do my part of the business. So anyway, Mark and I met at Lindy's and um, I like to say we kind of evolved from there. Um, <laughs> I, I actually lived behind Lindy's in one of those apartments that's right on the terrace. Okay. Um, and it was before they were allowed to use it. And he lived down um, a couple blocks away in German Village. And we just, um, you know, had a good time together and eventually got married. We have three kids. Uh, my oldest um, is on the East Coast. Uh, my son is working for us. He's doing a fabulous job. And then um, Jillian, my youngest, who is wonderful, and she works events with me and just a really, really special young lady. And she loves, love weddings. Um, the funny story is she always wanted to be a wedding planner. Oh, cool. And work and be in the wedding business until I started doing it. And now she hates it. But she does come <laughs> to the events. And she's really, you know, she started younger and, you know, it was kind of hard to get her to do stuff. And you know, she's great on helping clear tables and do serving and just doing all those things. And um, I love having her with me. She is she is definitely a spark at events. Like uh, she always she has is. a smile on her face, always saying hi to people. Absolutely love when I she's know. there. Well, she's like a mini celebrity. You yeah. know, no one forgets her. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So, so you guys met at Lindy's and then like, yes. um, <laughs> you know, who who like asked the who who asked who out for the second date? Uh, he asked me out. We actually went, um, I think it was the second date. I don't know. But we eventually went to the Capitol Club, which was a, a really nice uh, dinner. Uh, you know, uh, it was kind of like a country club place. Yeah, yeah. You know, they Very had fancy. a workout facility and whatever. And that's where we ended up having our wedding reception. Oh, and cool. We had, uh, and everybody remembers our wedding reception because, A, there was a great bar. And second of all, we had Arnett Howard as our band. <laughs> I don't know who that and is. They were, oh my God, he was he was well. This is thirty years ago. He was like the the band in Columbus, okay. and um, just fabulous. Mark from Maryland, and everybody just raved about it. And to this day, they still talk about Arnett Howard and the Creole Funk Band. The Creole Funk Band, I love it. <laughs> That's a fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He, I was one year great, old, by the great, way, when you got married. Uh, yeah. Just in case you were wondering. I know, I know. That's why I like you. <laughs> and I do remember that first time when I met you because um, it was at a place up in Johnstown. And um, I remember looking across and seeing this guy in a white suit. And I was like, who is this guy? Yep. And I went up and introduced myself and whatever. And the rest is history. And it's always so much fun to see you there. And, um, you know, I highly recommend you to all my brides because the DJ is so important to an event. People yes. don't realize how important it is. If you can't book Arnett Howard, book Josh Daly. I love it. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And then I mean, how course, did, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, so tell us the engagement story. Like how did, how did, um, remind oh, me of your husband's name again? I think of him as Hoggy. I know my husband, Mark. Mark, um, that's it. He, yes. He proposed when we were in Maryland. He's a huge university of Maryland fan. Anybody who knows him, they call him Turk Turner. And uh, he proposed, and we went to a football game, and, and you know, from there, planned the wedding. So, yeah, the company he uh, hockey started the year we got married. Okay, awesome. And yeah, like, so, how did it? What What was your first reaction when I'm assuming Mark came to you and said, like, "Hey, I want to start a restaurant." What What was your first thought about that? Well, he and his partner. This is another funny story. He and his partner were having. Um, they had a guy who worked for them that owned the original Linworth location. It was at that Doran's Dairy Queen okay. up on Linworth Road. And they were doing all these taste testings and stuff because he had a restaurant there 
and he didn't want to keep it open anymore. And they always wanted to do barbecue. So they decided they'd do this barbecue restaurant and, um, they were testing everything. And I heard they were testing macaroni and cheese. And I was like, you have got to taste my mom's macaroni and cheese, which as you know, is one of our signature items. Oh yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. We've got that covered. And I'm like, no, you need to taste my mom's mac and cheese. So I snuck it into the tasting through one of his employees. And needless to say, he, he came over that night and he was like, you're right. Your mom's macaroni and cheese wins. <laughs> so that's, that's it is. It is incredible. I will say that oh is one my of my God. that is probably next to the corn muffins. Probably my favorite thing that you guys serve. I know those corn muffins are really good, too. And the baked beans. I love the baked beans. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. And, um, and just so our listeners know, I'm originally from Kansas City. So when it comes to barbecue, like I know what I'm talking about. I was raised around it and I know when it's good and I know when it's bad. And Hoggy's definitely does it really good. Yeah, you're sweet. Yeah, I, I take great pride. You know, as I tell my brides and grooms when I meet with them, when the person or the guest comes through the wedding buffet line or whatever, they're so thrilled to see food that they can actually eat, you know. Right. Um, so many times, you know, people are on a budget and they, they go with somebody and it's just not not something that people eat. They push it around their plate and they end up going to McDonald's drive through on their way home. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, or the caterer doesn't bring enough food and uh, we'll go, we'll go into all that yeah, stuff. Here I, in know, a second. That's a nightmare. <laughs> that's a, I mean, uh, the people who run out, it's just, it's an absolute nightmare. Right. Right. And we you know, ultimately it comes name. back on the venue. Unfortunately, like people blame and, the venue. And, yeah. And true to our name, we don't run out. Right. You know, yeah. So speaking true. of name, how did the name Hoggies come about? What was the inspiration? Um, actually, Mark thought of it. I don't know. I never, never really asked him how he thought of it. There was another name, Buckley's Long Neck Grill, I remember. And then there was Hoggies. But it just kind of went hand in hand with barbecue. And, you know, we like to think of ourselves as the original barbecue place in Columbus because we really were the first ones who did barbecue. You know, Damon's at that time, which you're not familiar with, did ribs. Okay. And there were, you know, places like that. But we were the original um barbecue place and you know we've gone through a lot of you know ebbs and flows but um you know we're here to stay yeah 100 percent. and like tell us some of those stories because like i know that at one point you guys had restaurants all over the city um and then and then i we think did. probably i'll let you tell the story but then um yeah, uh, tell us how you got to where you pivoted into doing weddings the original, uh, yeah, the original restaurant was in Linworth, I said, and then we continued to open them. There was the one in New Albany, um, the Hannah area, Sawmill. There was one in Cincinnati, two in Cleveland, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we got really hit by the recession and some, um, you know, different decisions that had been made and whatever. So we closed the restaurants. We moved Hoggies over to another restaurant concept that Mark and Ken had, uh, Johnny Bacelli's, and we were just going to operate catering out of that because it was a very viable part of the business. Yeah. Uh, and people would drive by and see the trucks in the back. They'd come in the restaurant. They'd want the food. So eventually we put a small Hoggies menu and it eventually sold more than the Johnny Bacelli's. And about two years ago, we changed the restaurant over to just Hoggies and it has continued to exceed our expectations. I mean, just old time customers, new customers, and um, we have a great staff there. Um, the two chefs in the back are fabulous, Zach and Keely. And they um, just continue to amaze me with the quality and food that they put out uh, for the restaurant and our catering. Yeah, 
It's it's absolutely fantastic. And one more time, give us the address of your current restaurant in case people want to oh, drive yeah, by and check it out. That's always helpful. Um, it's at 830 Bethel Road. I like to say it is in the International United Nation of Restaurant yeah, Strip Centers. so true. Um, there's, a, <laughs> there's a McDonald's on one end, uh, you know, barbecue, we're on the other end, and then you've got everything else in between, Japanese, Korean, um, uh, Greek. Um, yep. Yes, I, I, I could go on and on. But anyways, yeah, it's, it's a nice little place. So For those of you um, yeah, totally unfamiliar with directions, it's right across the, the, the main road from Micro Center. There's only one Micro Center right. in Columbus. Yes. It's right across yes. from there. Right off 315. Yep, yep. you got it. So hit up Micro yep. Center yep. and then go to Hoggies for lunch or dinner. It's fantastic. Exactly, exactly. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, so Kathy, let's talk, let's talk catering. Okay, so okay. Um, for our couples who are getting married, who are planning their weddings – what do they need to know about hiring a caterer? Like what sets great caterers apart from just average caterers? Well, I think it's the trust that you put in a caterer. Um, because as I tell the brides and grooms when I meet with them, if you were really good at this, it means you've been married too many times. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of times they don't really know what they're doing. You know, a lot, you know, uh, most of the time they come in, just the bride and groom. Um, you know, if the parents come, they have a little bit better idea what to do. But um, the last time they might have even had a catered event that they did themselves was a graduation party. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just try to instill the confidence in um, our food and what we'll do for them and how we're different from the other um, barbecue places. Because there's a lot of other great caterers out there who do Italian, um, who do um, different niche businesses. We just do barbecue, and, and I like to think that we're the best wedding barbecue caterer out there because what we've done is differentiated us, ourselves by our service, the quality of our food, and our reputation. And um, I, I don't get bad reviews because we put um, our heart and soul into it. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, did that answer that question? Definitely. Um, and I would, okay. say, I would say maybe a follow-up to that. When a couple is meeting with a caterer, what would be three questions that you would recommend them asking? Um, what exactly does your service curtail? So, for example, um, on our when we come in, they know exactly how many staff members are there. And that's really important because, and you'll know this and you can support me on this, um, DJs traditionally do not dismiss tables. Right. So you need to make sure that either the venue is providing someone you have a family member or your catering staff is doing it, which traditionally the catering staff does it. So you need somebody to do that. You need to make sure that you have enough people on the buffet line or however the food is being served. You want to make sure that the, the catering staff cleans the tables and buses the tables. You don't yes. want a bunch of plates and bottles and cans. Absolutely not. So that's one of the things that I think differentiate us. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, we'll come in and do that. But you don't know how many staff members are coming and what it actually curtails. So I, I really like to try to stress that. And sometimes that's what makes it us makes our um, quotes when people are just looking blindly at quotes quote, um, a little bit more. But you, you get what you pay for. That is so true. Um, and Brad's and Grooms, that's one thing to remember. In our market in Columbus, you really do get what you pay for. Sometimes you can get lucky and you can find an up and coming, um, which I was at that place at one point in my career. But um, – Right now, the way the landscape is, just with us going through COVID and a lot of those vendors being kicked out of the market, just be, not because anyone physically kicked them out, but just because of finances and uh, just the hardship of COVID, 
Like there's not a lot of those up and coming vendors anymore. Um, they didn't make it right now. So what you what you're looking for is, you know, not to you, you want to stay in your budget. I get that. But definitely don't skimp on the food because food next to DJing. Uh, sorry, I'm biased. Uh, next to DJing is one of the most important things your guests will remember. And, and it tells it communicates how much you care about them. So the more that you're able to put into the food and the more, you know, awesome presentation, the taste, the, you know, the temperature even like that communicates to your guests how much you care for them. And then it also impacts the night that they're going to have that night, um, you know, and gives them the energy to move on. But they're also feeling like, man, I got an awesome meal. I don't need to go anywhere. Like Kathy mentioned earlier, going to McDonald's. Um, so Kathy, give us question two. So we talked about the first one. What does this all include? And that is so important. And I could go on another tirade uh, about that with my experience with the Postmark, which is our venue down in Chillicothe. But I will right. save that. Go ahead. Tell us question number two. Yeah. Um, how, uh, most of it is service related. Um, another thing that a lot of people don't ask about, um, and some, venues, some caterers do this and some don't, we do. We leave the leftovers. We bring containers so that people can have leftovers. Um, as long as there's a refrigeration system there and we know the food can stay safe, we will leave um, the leftovers. I think that's something awesome. important. Um, another thing is what do the people wear? Um, you know, we, we come professionally dressed in um, all black uh, shirts. Obviously, they have a small logo, that type of thing. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, staff. Um, oh, gosh. I'm like, I can't think of uh, other things. Well, you know, I we, think those are all three very good questions. So the first one is, okay. what is this? What does this come with? The second one is, do you leave leftovers? Like, are we able to, to uh, right. give that food out to our guests if they want it or keep it for like the next day brunch or whatever? And then right. the third question right. is, you know, what is the staff? How's the staff going to look like? Are they going to look professional? Like I've been to weddings where the staff is wearing T-shirts and they're out back yeah. chain smoking right before they're serving. And like these are high end yeah. weddings. And I'm just like, my mind is blown at the, yeah. the level of professionalism I'm seeing from the caterers. Right. I mean, they come in with baseball hats. I see pictures online of other barbecue caterers because, of course, I'm a, like an Instagram stalker. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, they're serving it in wire racks that you get like a Sam's Club. They've got plastic squeeze bottles for the barbecue. So, I, you know, we, we do nice mason jars when it's non-COVID time with really nice like wooden spoons, wooden trays, platters, all that kind of stuff so that it as I tell everybody, because we do a lot of outdoor and barn venues, right. you're, you're getting married in a barn, but it's still a wedding, so you still want it to be special. You know, you want to have that, that nice safer or um, tray of corn muffins or whatever, and you want your food hot. Yes. And, you know, in this day and age, everybody thinks they can do barbecue. Every, every person who has a smoker in their backyard, and they think that they can, it's like DJs and like venues. They think, oh, yeah, I can do this. Well, what happens if that person's sick? Are they doing it in a licensed kitchen? Are they um, are they reliable? Are they going to show up? Are they going to show up on time? Are they going to um, be nice to your guests? Are they going to be nice to your guests? Yes. I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, if someone once said to me, the devil's in the details, and I truly believe that. 100%. So I'll, I'll tell you some of the experiences. So we just opened a venue down in Chillicothe called The Postmark. Um, right. And... One of the things we did at the outset is we tried to make it really easy for couples to come in. So Noah's uh, event venue shut down. 
Uh, we did a deal with them, um, their brides, just to try to help them out a little bit. And we wanted to get people in the space getting married so we could get some pictures, promo materials rolling, and let people know that it's going to be an amazing experience. Um, but one of the things in that process that we did or found is that brides were hiring very, very cheap um, mom and pop caterers. And what was happening, and, and like, so I did a wedding down there just because I kind of wanted to be undercover and see how it went. Um, I did a wedding down there and the, the caterer was literally going around to every table and taking orders, uh, and dinner, dinner lasted two hours. So it took an hour from when the guests were seated to get the food out. And then, you know, from there it took them about another hour to serve every table, which I was just blown away by. And then, um, my venue coordinator has told me stories about how, um, you know, caterers have run out of food or they didn't bring silverware. Um, she's had to order pizza and like that is you know, people, people kind of put that back on the venue, which is why we've gotten a lot more strict with who we're letting in. But, um, you know, that's what you get with the cheaper mom and pop, like just, yeah. Yeah. I find more and more venues that are open to other caterers, you know, you get your exclusive ones, um, you know, that you have to do everything under their umbrella. Yeah. But, um, the, the venues that, um, I work with that allow us to, um, be part of their, their venue, um, are starting to have exclusive caterers and, and they've learned the hard way like that. And, you know, I love a good food truck. Food trucks are fabulous, Yeah. but I have um, done the staffing a number of times at weddings that have used food trucks. Two and a half hour later is when everybody got through the food line. It takes forever. Um, yep. Where I, I can do a wedding. I've done up to 350 people at a wedding and everybody's through the food line in 45 minutes. Yep, it's which quick. is amazing. And because, you know what, you don't want to be waiting at a table. Nothing's worse than dismissing tables and having people looking at you and be like, pick me, pick me, I'm starved. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a funny know, story, and, right? So um, yeah, at my sister's uh, wedding, uh, which happened three years ago, I, I was in charge of uh, dismissing the tables. DJs, by the way, sometimes do dismiss tables. It's just not... Right the thing that we really want to focus on, like we really want to focus on like the dancing and what's coming next and getting set for that. Right. But if you need us to, you we're more than happy to. Flow. Yeah. Right. You want a good flow. Right. And right. We're, we're working with the photographer about what's coming next behind the scenes. We're working with all the other vendors like during dinner. That's kind of what we're doing um, as well as making sure dope music is being played. Um, but if you need us to dismiss, we can. So at my sister's, they needed help. So I was dismissing. Um, and it was all people that I'd known, um, you know, I'd grown up with. Like all our, all our church friends were there. All of our, our local friends were there. And they'd never seen me DJ. So I'm walking around the room and uh, I just let people know like, hey, everyone, I just want to let you know dinner's going to be served here. It's going to be served buffet style. I will be dismissing the tables in the order of how much I liked you as a child. Um, so, oh my God, how funny. <laughs> and so I'm walking around yeah. the room and people are already getting like twenties out, like knowing, you know, they got me in trouble with my parents or whatever. They're like <laughs> trying to bribe me, like, don't hold it against us. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, it's so much great. fun. Yeah. I will never yeah. forget that. I was just having a blast with that. So <laughs> yeah, turnabout is fair and, play. Yeah. And I always laugh because, um, there's always the table that ditches the line. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. I mean. And it does. It, it doesn't have anything to do with age. Sometimes I'm like amazed at the people who get up and ditch the line. So, and you know, and that's one of the things that keeps me entertained through the night. You know, I'm like, okay, which table will it be tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna cut? So, yep. By the yeah. way, if you're a wedding guest, don't cut in line because it's just like saying <laughs> I'm more important than everybody else. And that's exactly. just, it's like the guy who runs the bar right when they're trying to get everybody seated and like stands in line and orders, you know, like six drinks. And it's like, 
dude, we're trying to get everything moving in there and we're trying to line up the bridal party and you're at the bar. Like, why? Why aren't you sitting down? You could wait 30 I know. minutes. I know. Yeah. I know. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just, some people yeah. blow my mind well, at weddings. Yeah, and, and you were laughing because um, I know you and I talked about how you got involved with DJing because of what happened at your wedding. Right. And the whole reason I got involved with catering was because of a bad catering um, experience that I went to an event that Hoggies did. So, you know, we all end up in things because of different situations. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And it's yeah. learning from that, growing from that, that ultimately takes yep. you where you're where you're going on, on the next road in your journey. So, right. um, and, go ahead. And one of the things that makes it fun for me to go to a wedding is to see the DJs that I work with regularly, to see the venue people. You know, a, a professionally run venue is really important, too. You were talking about yours. You know, you, everybody thinks they can open a venue, but it's hard work. It is. It, it is not. It's, you know, you got to have bathrooms. You know, what happens when the toilet gets clogged? Yeah. Um, those type of things. You get what you pay for in a venue. And we're so lucky in Columbus to have a, a lot of really, really good venues. I, I completely agree. Um, there the the level of talent in just the state of Ohio in general is fantastic, but especially in Columbus. Um, I, I mean, I could list off twenty venues right now that I absolutely love. And uh, by the way, if you well, haven't checked out our top ten lists on the ColumbusWeddingPodcast dot com on our blog, we have the top ten venues up there that we love. We have the top ten caterers, top ten photographers. Really, a great resource to find. Uh, you know, somebody amazing for your wedding day. And like, don't let it be limited to those lists. We only had room for 10. There's so many amazing vendors that I wanted to put on those lists that, you know, we just didn't have room for. Um, but at the same time, they're still fantastic at what they do. Right. So definitely check them out. So and, go ahead. Yeah. And, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, that's okay. So <laughs> let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the menu. Um, so sure. Hoggies has a, a pretty well- detailed menu it's it's um Correct. you know you guys what you offer you do super well so talk us through right. the items on there that a bride should consider for her wedding day so um we have three smoked meats that we offer uh, pulled pork uh, beef brisket and then our pulled chicken we also offer for um guests that are vegan and vegetarian um jackfruits um so we we do have that option so uh a a bride and groom would select two of the meats, um, and then we have a ton of homemade sides. We also can do a whole hog, which a lot of people like, which is like having a mini celebrity at your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have, uh, I think it's over 13 or 14 sauces now, barbecue sauces, to put on the meat. We can pull the meats on site so that people can choose that. Um, yeah, so tell us about tell us about some of your sides that it's you guys fun. offer because this is what I get excited about. Yes, I know. And then um, and then we also offer appetizers, which I always tell everybody is an important part of the reception because you don't want your guests. You, I hope this isn't offensive, but you don't want your guests to get drunk while you're taking pictures. Yeah, um, you know they need something to pop in their mouth. So we've got a, a nice selection of those type of things. You know, we're a good price point vendor our our basic buffet starts at 13.95 and then our staffing is on top of that but um you know at 13.95 you can barely go through mcdonald's anymore for that price right um so real quick kathy i i don't know if you cut out or what but tell us tell us about the sides that you guys offer because i we didn't hear that oh okay uh well number one of course is our um macaroni and cheese my mom shirley's uh macaroni and cheese 
Um, we have cheesy potatoes, mashed potatoes and gravy. We have green beans with bacon and onions because what doesn't taste good with bacon? Uh, we've got baked beans. We have um, creamy uh, coleslaw, uh, a great broccoli salad. We have potato salad. Um, we also have some specialty items like a succotash salad that we can do, um, some few items like that. But the other ones are, are the mainstay. That's the bread and butter of our business. And like I said, that's, um, if you get the two meats, two sides, um, the corn muffins, the, the dinner. Highly the recommend the corn bun. muffins. Yeah. Uh, it's thirteen ninety five for the two barbecue meats. The ad brisket is fifteen ninety five, so it's it's a really good price point. And I I mean not to undersell everybody, but two meats, two sides, it's plenty. The yes. place only is so big. We we have the DJ. We do ask the DJ to announce seconds, and we always have people who come up for seconds. So we have plenty of food, like I said, and then we we box up the leftovers for everybody. So it it really it's a nice um it's a nice meal for your guests. I, I completely agree. Um, and having experienced it multiple times, like, listen, guys, if I ate every food like that was served to me at a wedding, like I would be way fatter than I am. But if it's hoggies, <laughs> like I'm definitely going through the line. Like no one's really going to yeah. stop me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to be through that line getting and, a plate and of food. That's, and that's what I hear from the DJs and the photographers that we work with, you know, and the venue staff. I mean, they're thrilled. A lot of times um, different caterers won't let the venue staff and the people eat. I don't. Is it in your contract that you have to have a meal? Um, so I don't, but my wife Michelle does. Okay, because I know when my daughter got married, there were very specific um, requirements for the um, the music and the the photographer and the um, video person and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that brings up a really good point. Brides and grooms, just so you know, you really want to make sure that your caterer knows, whoever it is, but hopefully it's Hoggies, um, whoever it is, you want to make sure that they know to feed your vendors at the same time the bridal party is going through. The reason is is yeah. because that is the the perfect time for them to be able to eat, sit down for a second, take a deep breath, and get prepared for the rest of the night. If your caterer, which a lot of them do, is making them wait until all the guests have gone through, they're going to be scram like scrambling to shove food in their mouth real quick to get back for toasts and potentially yeah. the dances, depending on how you've laid out the night. And so you want to give them plenty of opportunity to, to just be in the moment, yeah. relax for a second, because that just is going to make your pictures or your video or whatever they're doing so much better. So just pro right. tip there, make sure that they're getting served at the same same time as the bridal party. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Um, very, then, very true. Kathy, tell us about um, the process. So if a couple is interested in hoggies, um, what is what is the I first step? With all my brides. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, we, you know, you can inquire online, obviously. Um, we also do different bridal shows and stuff periodically. Um, actually, I have one coming up at Weathering Woods. Have you ever done Weathering Woods? Uh, yeah. In, uh, yeah, we have. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a great place. Anyways, they're having a bridal show um, March 13th that I'm going to be at. Awesome. But anyways, um, so I have people call in. We set up a tasting, and I have people come in, and we offer the full um, line of food. Um, you know, that way I can get them an accurate quote. One of my, I hate to say this, one of my pet peeves are people who want me just to send them a blanket quote so they can compare people right. without getting the information. because. If you start doing um, that, you're not comparing apples to apples. You're you have no idea what you're getting. And yeah, this guy can do it for seven ninety nine, but you're going to run out of food. Um, you know, he's he's going to show up in a dirty t shirt. Not I shouldn't say that, but you know, it, I I like sitting down with people. So like I said before, that 
they have confidence in what they're getting. Yes. And my thought is, why wouldn't you go sit down and, because I mean, you, you offer a tasting, right? So like, why wouldn't yeah, you I go do. get free food? <laughs> I, and I, and I don't charge for it, which my son wants me to, but, um, I keep on fighting him on that. It's Tell your son fun. that Josh says, don't do that. I know. I mean, why not get to know the people? First of all, the bride and groom, nothing, nothing. I mean, I don't know if this is news to them or not. They're not going to eat the night of the wedding. So they might as well taste it beforehand. Right. Um, you know, they're Although so you nervous. should eat the night of the wedding. Pro tip. I know, but, well, I tell them to make sure that they have stuff where they're getting ready because yes. that's when they'll eat. But the night of the wedding, they rarely eat. Um, we're always clearing a full thing of um, their food. But the bridal party eats. Um, anyways, um, so they come in. I do a full tasting. Within within a, usually 24 hours, I give them a quote, and that's, that's what we work from. And I also... I don't put a whole lot of restrictions on it. As I tell them, you can redo the quote, you can redo the number of guests, everything up until 15 working days before. And we require a 25% deposit to secure the date just so that we don't overbook, um, you know, and, and people get the dates that they want. And that has worked um, very well for us at this point. Yeah. And that sounds like, you know, the perfect step. It's very flexible. It's very easy. Um, right. for the couples. And, and I absolutely yeah. love that. So Kathy, if couples want to reach out to you to schedule a tasting, how should they get a hold of you? Um, they can do it online through our website, um, hoggies.com. And hoggies is H O G G Y. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Good point. Yes. A lot of people call us hoggies. It's hoggies. Um, and, um, and it has my phone number on there, but they also can fill on, uh, online um, inquiry and I will get back to them right away and we can get something on the calendar. I'm really flexible as when I can meet with them. I can meet um, evenings during the day, during the week, weekends at this time of year, I'm available on Saturdays and Sundays. Once we get into wedding season for us, which is May through October, I'm not quite as flexible on weekends, but at this point I'm, I'm good. Right. And again, who doesn't want to take off work and go out to lunch, quote unquote, to test their wedding right. food. Like, I mean, come or on. Or they come after dinner. I even give you the leftovers after the tasting, too. You know, and it, it just, it's a great way for me to get a feel of who the bride and groom are, what they want, and that I can, um, you know, help them um, in, in planning their day and give them, give them the confidence that everything's going to be great. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and then... You know, just one last question. Any just general wedding advice that you would give couples before we, we end this episode? Well, I went to um, one of those wedding networking things one time. It was really good for me. And and it, and, and it brought up a really good point. And um, in that the most important thing to book right off the top is your DJ, your wedding venue, and your photographer. Yes, because they can only do one thing a night. Yes. We can do a couple weddings a night, but they can't. Same thing with the baker for the cake or whatever your desserts are. They can do more than one venue. So book your venue, book your DJ, book your photographer, and then start doing your flowers, your cake, um, and then, of course, your catering. Absolutely. But don't wait too long because the dates fill up. They do. Especially in the fall. Right. Yeah. And, and I would say, like, Especially with COVID, we're seeing dates fill up, you know, a year and a half in advance at this point, which is insane. I know. I, when I first started, it was six months. Then it became like a year. 
And now, I mean, we're talking two, two years out. I mean, it's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But um, it's a good thing. You know what? It's, it's a great thing for business. And uh, it's a great thing that people are getting married and believe in the institution of marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we love it. Thank you for supporting our industry um, because we oh, absolutely yeah. love wedding days. Like seeing two people's love story put on display uh, for everyone to see and celebrate and enjoy. Like that is such a cool moment. And I absolutely love being a part of it. And I know Kathy does as well. Um, Kathy, if brides want to follow and like, look at pictures of the food, if they're not already hungry enough at this point, um, after your descriptions, like, uh, where, where can they find you on Instagram? Um, Hoggies, um, I think it's Hoggies barbecue. You know, I, I don't know because I signed up for it and I I don't have to go to it very often. (laughs) I think it's Um, Hoggies BBQ, like B, B and then the letter Q. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. No worries. Um, No worries. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I appreciate you having me on and it means a lot. And, you know, I always enjoy working with, with you and seeing Michelle and, you know, I can't wait to meet this little baby. Oh my gosh. He is so much fun. Um, definitely follow us at DJ Josh Daly or it's DJ underscore Josh Daly. Um, and then, uh, my wife is at Michelle joy photo. Uh, we're posting lots of, uh, videos and stories of Aslan at the moment. Um, one, which is my favorite was him in his jumper the other night going up and down I and he's just that. smiling. Oh. And I put on jump in the background cause I'm a DJ and it was just, <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, uh, and it, he'll do that for 45 minutes straight. Like he will just jump and go and he just loves it. Um, and if you jump with him, he thinks that's the coolest thing ever. So, um, I know. well, he always has a smile in his photos. Oh, so, he does. Yeah. Uh, just so, so, but so do you. Yeah. <laughs> you always have a smile. You're just a happy person. I am. And, he, you know, he's definitely my kid. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a great time of your, your life is to really enjoy him. Oh, man. we Like I said, we're having so much fun. But, Kathy, thank you so much for being on the Columbus Wedding Podcast today. As always, yeah, I, go ahead. I hope to see you soon at one of our events. I know, right? Um, that would be absolutely fantastic. I know you're working with my guys here in a few weeks, but um, hopefully I will definitely see you some of the summer. I send so many couples your way if they're looking for a caterer because I absolutely love working with your team and I get corn muffins as a bonus. So absolutely love so that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, see you soon and stay warm and um, happy wedding season coming up yeah ditto to you ditto to you and couples thank you so much for listening to the columbus wedding podcast again if you need anything advice or have questions or need a vendor recommendation reach out to us you can follow us on instagram at columbus wedding podcast you can also find us on facebook the columbus wedding podcast and then you can always email us at info at columbus wedding podcast.com and uh in the meantime you know as always Go plan that amazing wedding that you deserve and that should be so special and representative of who you are. In the meantime, check out our past episodes. There's so much great information there, so many great vendors to check out. And like I said, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you here soon for another amazing wedding season. Thanks so much.